Tiger on the Tinko, California. Moving on right now for tonight's Around Town, Thomas Ladder talks to some local athletes about how they stayed active during COVID lockdown, as well as having a chat with sports photographer Brian Chang about how he documented their efforts at home. Teen Time. Round town. Today I head to the forest to check out a brand new photo exhibition by Brian Ching, where he has created a collection of photos showcasing the hard work of Hong Kong athletes during the COVID lockdown. I have a chat with him at the end of the episode, but first I want to talk to some athletes to find out how they spent their time inside. First up is Alison Yu. Hi, I'm Alison. I'm a wheelchair fencer, and I have been doing wheelchair fencing for more than 20 years because I started when I was so young. So um, during the quarantine time, the Hong Kong Sport Institute is closed. So I have to stay at home, and uh, I just don't want to get so fat when I'm staying at home with so much delicious food made by my mom. So I decided to do some uh, home training, uh, although the intensity is not as high as I did in the Sport Institute. I try to keep my motivation and also keep my Self inspired by myself, so I did some light core exercise at home. I did some video and put it on the social media, and just try to inspire the people. No matter where you are staying, you are staying at home or you are staying in your office, you can always do some exercise to make yourself healthy. Okay, cool.、Uh, let's take a big step back. You said you are a wheelchair fencer. Yep. I don't think I've heard those two words together before. Maybe you can describe what fencing is and how you do it in a wheelchair. So actually, I'm doing wheelchair fencing, and it is one of the Paralympic sports. So actually, I have been representing Hong Kong for many years, and I have been participated in four Paralympic Games. So for Tokyo, it's going to be my fifth Paralympic Games. And wheelchair fencing is so similar with the able-bodied fencing. We have the same、uh, we have the same equipment, but we have to sit on a wheelchair, and the wheelchair will be fixed on the、um, metal piece. So that we can fence on the wheelchair, so it is a really interesting and challenging sport. So I love it so much. Cool. So, I mean, when you think about fencing, you think of people moving back and forth, and you know the, the big duel. So, how does that play in when you're stepping places? Does the tactics change much at all? Well, because we have to sit on the wheelchair, we cannot just stand up and run away、yeah. because it's, it is prohibited.、Right. So、um, the speed and also the reaction time has to be much faster、right. than the able body fencing. So we have more、uh, training for the upper body because we we have to sit on the wheelchair. So I think it is like it is more challenging for 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 us to practice wheelchair、yeah. fencing, and it is fun. Yeah. And of course, we've all been stuck at home for the last few months. Only recently being allowed outside.、Uh, how did you deal with that situation, and how did you stay fit and healthy during it? During the last few months, we have to stay at home.、Mm-hmm. I know sometimes you may feel boring, but what we are doing is try to make all of the people safe and all of the people healthy. So I will try to keep my、uh, optimistic feeling,、yeah. mm-hmm. and I also because of the postponement of the Paralympic Games and also the Olympic Games,、yeah. so I feel much more relaxed because I have more time to prepare for、yeah. Tokyo. So I think you just always have to think more positive, and、uh, there is always something good in the future. And of course, we're here at this exhibition. It's a photo exhibition, and、uh, you had a, a fantastic photographer come、mm-hmm. in and take photos of you. So maybe. You could describe how that process went and, and what the inspirations were for that. Well,、uh, 
first of all, I have to thank uh, the forest because they gave gave us the venue to have that exhibition and telling the Hong Kong people how we overcome the quarantine time, even though we have to stay at home, but we can still stay active and stay healthy. And also, I have to thank Sport Row, the online media. And also thanks Brian Chang because he is a really famous sport photographer, and I'm really honored that I am one of the nine elite athletes to be shown in the、uh, exhibition. And also, I just hope that exhibition can bring some inspiration for the Hong Kong people, especially during this、uh, COVID-19、yeah. time. So just stay active and stay healthy. And one final thing:、uh, some there might be some budding young fencers out there. What's the best way to get involved with fencing in Hong Kong, whether in a wheelchair or not? If you're interested in trying sports,、uh, especially for fencing, there are a lots of like fencing club in Hong Kong. They are、um, commercial clubs, so you can just try to find one and、uh, register for the lessons. So. I'm really looking forward to see many, many people participated in fencing. Okay, thank you so much for the interview, and good luck with、uh, everything in future, and especially the Olympic Games next year. Thank you, and、uh, remember to you know exercise every day. Yeah. Thanks again to Alison for your time. I also talked to wheelchair badminton player Daniel Chan. Check out our chat right now. So、uh, my event is wheelchair badminton. So what、uh, here for? Tell me what 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 like like is a wheelchair badminton then? Like I can't imagine like playing badminton in a wheelchair. Well, actually,、uh, wheelchair badminton has history for 25 years、yeah. in the world sport, and then、uh, uh, actually power badminton. So、uh, wheelchair badminton is one of the events of power badminton, and it has been official official announced to be a official event in Power Olympic. For、uh, 2020 Tokyo, so it's the first time ever in in the、uh, Paralympic. So、uh, I'm the first ever wheelchair badminton player in Hong Kong. So now my world ranking now is number two in the world. I think if you search my name in、uh, some of the social media like YouTube or what, you can see what is、uh, wheelchair badminton like.、Right. Okay, and it involves like controlling the wheelchair with one hand, yeah, rack with the other.、Uh, actually,、uh, we control the wheelchair by both hand, and then we grip our racket. At, at our、uh, get used hand, that means my right hand, and so you need to take a lot of things for my right hand. You take my gripping my racket, and then I also need to holding my wheelchair. And then when you on the position, then you get out, take take your hand, and then hit the shuttle just like that. Is the court the same size as well? Like everything else is same, or is it slightly, slightly different? Because、uh, the wheelchair cannot move horizontally, because you can only move、uh, vertically. So、yeah. um, our court is just like、uh, half half of the normal court. Because of the court is smaller, so、uh, the radius of the game is longer. So, for example, a high-level game is just taking seven or eighty minutes for one game. So、uh, that means for for wheelchair badminton, it's not only demanding your technique on racket, also demanding your fitness and also the control of the wheelchair. So it's going a bit like the tennis roots of slightly longer、yes. games for endurance as well. Yes, something like that. Okay. Yes, true. That sounds really cool. And of course, we're here in a photo exhibition、yeah. where you've had some amazing photos taken of you. So maybe you can describe what what the process of that's like. Well, I think it's a good chance for, especially for Brian Cheng and the organization, to have having a photo exhibition to record our tough time during the COVID nineteen. For the whole Hong Kong, it seems like totally stopped, it, even though the、uh, sport field. So all of our athletes stay at home, and because Hong Kong Sport Institute closed it, so we cannot. 
go back for training. So it's a good expedition to record down what we are doing during that tough period. Yeah. So you find that that is very special for this exhibition because that is two disabled Africans yes. in yeah. uh, out of the line nine Africa. It's a good data to show uh, actually we are all a family, whatever able or disabled. Our value and our target is the same. So yeah. I think it's a good thing. Okay, cool. And and what sort of things were you doing to stay fit and and well trained uh, over the months inside? Actually, it's very difficult for wheelchair user to uh, doing exercise at home because for able body you can run, you can jump, you can do whatever you do, but it only smaller smaller places. But for wheelchair user, you cannot jump, you cannot run. So for me, I'm lucky because uh, before I'm being a full time athlete. I'm a part-time effort. That means uh, at daytime I need to work, and then at nighttime I train. So for convenience myself to be a, uh, a qualified sportsman, so I buy some of the equipment at home, like a stationary bike and hand bike. So I have uh, at least two tools at, at home that I can train with. So you can see my photo. I'm doing a uh, upper ankle cycle. So uh, that that is I bought like five years ago, and actually. It's in my in my stock room, but because of the COVID nineteen, I bring it out again and I, I do it again. So uh, I'm a lucky one, but um, you can imagine some of the wheelchair after actually they have no chance and no equipment for them to work from home. So uh, it's good for us to record that. Yeah. Okay. And but it's very difficult to work on skill based stuff. It's only just staying fit, right? For weight training, it's easy because yeah. you can using dumbbell, whatever you you have, or e even the water bottle. But for uh, like uh, uh, you need to sweating or you you doing aerobic exercise, it's very difficult for a wheelchair user. But uh, as we are professional athlete, how hard is it we we do it? Yes. So it's okay. And you're excited, of course, to go back out and start training outside. Yes, actually, we have restarted the training for two months. Yeah. Actually, now it's totally the same like before the COVID-19. Yeah. Uh, in Hong Kong, we are lucky because uh, our situation for COVID-19 we control it well, so we can go back to court much more earlier than other countries. So now, after training, actually we are very excited and very looking forward for the first tournament because we have stopped matching. We have stopped tournament for like six months, so. I'm, I, I miss the feeling for waiting for matches. Okay, cool. And you said that um, wheelchair badminton is fairly new in Hong Kong, yep. right? Um, so, how big is the scene right now, and how you're expecting how you're expecting to grow it? Well, I have been in uh, wheelchair badminton in Hong Kong for 12, 11 years, yeah. but up to date, I'm still only one. So, oh, right. uh, okay. it's it's really really yeah. uh, where because what I say is uh, wheelchair badminton is a sport for wheelchair, but it demanding your fitness very much. Yeah. Uh, for other sports. They also need to uh, demanding your your fitness, but uh, more like uh, how you use with your hand, uh, how you do with your technique, how you do with your tactic. But um, power badminton or wheelchair badminton is one of the the para sport that are combine also fitness and demanding your body so much. So I don't think really so many wheelchair users would like to involve if they haven't got so many time to involve sports, so it's still new to Hong Kong. And uh, just curious, how, how do you train if you're on your own? Do you just do it with a regular person playing badminton? Yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, I'm lucky because I get used with uh, training with a uh, normal body, but in my team, I have two teammates which is a dwarf, so yeah. they are shorter. Oh, okay. That means uh, when I sit in a wheelchair, I'm shorter too, so yeah. we're in the same height. Okay. So it's lucky for me to train with them. But uh, yeah, before the COVID-19, I get used to train outside with other countries like Korea, Thailand or Malaysia. So I get enough chance to play with wheelchair players. Okay, cool. All right, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Finally, I had a quick talk with photographer Brian Ching about the challenge that he faced when creating this collection. Uh, 
So I've been working in the industry for almost 25 years. Luckily, since um, 1998, I've been uh, participating in a lot of uh, sports tournaments, photography. And also, throughout these 10 or more than 10 years, I've also participated in a lot of Hong Kong team athletes. Uh, they're photographer during their tournaments as well. But this is a first right now, like doing an inside uh, photography exhibition. How is this new challenge? How did you deal with it, uh, taking pictures inside apartments? So because the space in Hong Kong is actually very limited, especially like in housings, and also as a photographer, I wasn't able to get to know all the interior, like details of everyone's houses beforehand. So it was definitely a challenge to how to, I can use space to make my uh, photos. Did you bring anything with you, lighting, or was it only just a Okay. Most importantly, what we bring is those photography things that can take wide angle. And we also bring our smaller lighting equipment. And we basically just want to depict how the hardships of working at home, like training at home for these athletes. So this is our approach. I'm looking at the photos right now and I really love how you can almost tell what sport they're doing. Or you can definitely tell in some cases, like with the, the rugby. <laughs> Um, were you working with the athletes to put the put the scene together, or was it all entirely just your ideas, just like trying to try to work on it? So it's a very realistic shot. As basically, uh, what they're doing at, right now, as you see in the photos, they're all like what they normally would do at home, doing their home training sessions. Cool. So this is great inspiration for um, people working at home as well, just looking at these photos. You can check out the photo exhibition down at the forest in Mong Kok. But for now, I'm handing you back to Alison Howe.